0: hello and welcome to easy big takes the podcast the podcast where we read you the one-star reviews of your favorite movies and more i'm kat riley and today we watched birdie Ooh. For the year 2011,
1: PG-13 movie, Pride Drama.
0: You know, if you haven't seen this movie before, I highly recommend going and watching it with don't look anything up about it. Just go watch it and then come back to us. Exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's an hour and 44 minutes long. Movie follows the real-life murder of 81-year-old Marjorie Nugent and 39-year-old Bernie Teed. Tita. Is that his last name? Is that how they say it? I thought it was Teed. Mm-hmm. Tita The movie shows who Bernie was in the small town of Carthage, Texas back in 1996 supposedly you know mm-hmm. the movie is kind of weird how it dates it but it's it's a little it's like date timeless
0: a little a little the cause setting of it
1: yeah. a lot of people mentioned like the, the technology in the film like there's an iphone and laptop mm-hmm. but the murder in real life took place in 1996 so yeah but it shows you the life of bernie he's an extremely generous mortician who is extremely popular within his community. Uh, the movie shows how Bernie became the companion of a unfriendly, unliked, and generally hated by the t- by the town, Marjorie Nugent. Um, this is after her husband died and Bernie uh, held their service for his funeral. They show how their friendship grows. Ultimately, over time, Marjorie becomes extremely possessive over Bernie, and I would say even abusive. She really just traps him into being her servant. This all comes to a breaking point, when Bernie, one day, does shoot her four times in the back with an armadillo gun and hides her body in the garage freezer, I believe for six months. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. Six months go by where Bernie fabricates the health ailments of Marjorie, saying like she had a series of small strokes, mm-hmm. Um, that's why people can't see her, or that's why she's not talking. And it's not like anyone was like dying to see her, you know, because mm-hmm. she was hated. The only mm-hmm. person that really raised raised any flags was her stockbroker, because he was losing money, of course.
0: I believe his kids, like, their, their money from their inheritance hadn't come in, and yeah.
1: Yeah, they were very uh, upset about that. That's the only reason why anyone—she probably would have stayed in that freezer for years had it not been for just the money that she was paying people, which is— Really sad, <laughs> but yeah. Bernie ends up s- does in that six months, spends her money, but not on himself, but the community. Eventually, her home is searched, her body is found. We get to see the trial and how Bernie was sentenced to ninety nine years to life. This movie was based on the Texas Monthly article written by Skip Hollinsworth, and he wrote part of the screenplay with Richard Linklater mm-hmm. in nineteen eighty eight. This article was called "Midnight in the Garden of East Texas." He
0: covers a lot of uh more recent Texas true crime true crime cases. And I think My Favorite Murder, like, uses his articles a lot whenever covering Texas. Wow. I did not know that. That's really cool. Mm
1: -hmm. And I did mention this earlier, but the director is Richard Linklater. The cast, Jack Black, playing Bernie. Shirley MacLaine, playing Marjorie Nugent. And Matthew McConaughey, playing Danny Buck. He plays it a little too well. (laughs) He Oh, people have... (laughs) comments (laughs) about that character and how he plays it this movie has a lot of like talking heads
0: like Mm -hmm. people from it's a mockumentary
1: it's like a mockumentary interviewing the people of the town a lot of them are actors and a lot of them are people from the actual actual town of carthage
0: i remember it being a thing that they were upset with how they were being portrayed by the actors that were not from the town Uh but they were kind of indistinguishable yeah
1: (laughs) it's a lot of old people
0: it it is and it's east texas you know there's exaggeration in it
1: but like yeah i live in texas it's not (laughs) those are those are real life people you can tell
0: me all the grew up here i i know half of those people
1: the old woman not to refer that way but she wore all the beads and she was the one she was the one telling that one girl that marjorie got like a lacy underwear what is a woman her age doing (laughs) (laughs) yes That's Matthew McConaughey's mom. That's amazing. It's kind of, like, not too surprising. Yeah. You might have not known that, but it's not too surprising once he said it. She's she's funny. (laughs) (laughs) She's very funny. She's a great lady. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know that, but she's great in the movie. Uh, Here's a little trivia. Just to give you a little context with what happened, actually. So, originally, Bernie was sentenced to 50 years. Mm -hmm. He got appealed back in 2014 because new information came out about Bernie's childhood and how... What he did to Marjorie could have been justified due to trauma that happened in childhood. I think I know it. Yeah. Forgot specifically, but something with the interrogation slash investigation, it wasn't really done. Well, it was enough to get an appeal. Bernie was able to get out, and I think during that time, they were resentencing him. So while Bernie T was released in 2014, he lived in Director Rich Linklater's garage apartment in Austin, Texas from 2014 to 2016. And this is after the movie,
0: too. I that's, This is after the movie. That's wild.
1: <laughs> well, you know, Richard League later, I'm sure, a uh, strong touch with Bernie. I know Jack Black was. Yeah. Because there's literally footage of Jack
0: Black and his small mustache. Which which makes sense since they had um Skip Hollinsworth as one of the writers. They probably had, he was probably able to help them get on, like, the uh, visitation list and, like, be able to go see him and talk to him.
1: I don't know how to say this because some people might think like, oh, this is a good thing by people some people might say this is a sad thing, but in 2016, bernie was sent back to prison. Yeah. Uh this time for life.
0: People who've done worse have gotten lesser sentences, but that's uh huh this isn't a true crime podcast, so we won't we won't exactly. get into that. we're not gonna get into it.
1: <laughs> so a lot of this was actually filmed in Bastrop, Texas. That's by
0: Austin. That's not East Texas. <laughs> It it starts to look like it. It does, but it it's it's not. It's literally by Austin. Got pretty trees though, so. I mean, if they have the pine the pine trees, they like got it, I guess. They start to mm-hmm. yeah. It doesn't look that indistinguishable from mm. East Texas, so whatever. Oh, <laughs> l- there was a lot filmed in Carthage. Yeah, I mean they they literally were at the jalapeno tree. This is a funny one. Richard Glater,
1: he appears as one of the five deadbeat dads. In the hand on a hard body competition, mm-hmm. he's the one wearing a red, uh, wearing a red shirt who attempts to run away. Oh.
0: But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, that's him. Yeah, that's funny. I, I like when directors do that. I think it's funny, but w- in that way, not like Tarantino giving himself a whole character and line, exactly a whole <laughs> monologue, yeah. a racist monologue.
1: <laughs> yep, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Linklater just was a dude. You, I, I would even, I you couldn't even tell it's him. He
0: did Days Dinged and Get right? Yes, he did. And School of Rock. Just a genius. This man's a genius. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. A
1: few goofs, and they're just technology-based. It's like, murder happened in 1996, but he, yet yeah, he answers an iPhone nearly right after the murder. iPhone 4. iPhone 4. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a MacBook, and the shot at 1.2. I forgot where. A lot of the movie, you, you could tell, like, yes, this is 1996, but there's a few- They lo- they couldn't get him a fucking flip phone. <laughs> like I guess not. But there is a flip phone at some point in that movie. I don't know. Maybe they just forgot. Maybe maybe they forgot. Like, is this
0: based in 1976? Or are we just... We literally had the man who wrote an <laughs> article about it, like, two years after it happened. Yeah, you know, the, uh, that's something that was probably just an oversight. Because I never really thought about when this happened, you know. I. No. What are your thoughts on the movie? Okay, so this is kind of similar to, like, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Where, like, I don't have a whole lot. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it's a movie I enjoy watching. It, like, it's a comfort movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there really isn't anything extremely bad. The only things are just, like, my experience watching it the first time in the theater with my parents. I went... We went... To the movie theater, I had no idea what this movie was. Hadn't seen a trailer. I was also like 12, so I wasn't paying attention to movie trailers anyway. I think my parents only picked it because it was set in Texas. They were like, this will be good. And I saw Jack Black and I was like, I know that guy. Let's go see it. (laughs) And the movie theater was filled with like old Southern, probably just grandmas and the occasional grandpa in there. Who knew Marjorie? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They were... Losing their minds (laughs) laughing at this movie. It's so good. It's amazing. The other thing is like, you know, you just see people in the movie and and like being from Texas. You're like, okay, I've met somebody like that. I've met somebody like that. And like the grandparents
1: are just like that. But they might as well have been in the movie.
0: (laughs) The biggest thing for me is when they're at the like Bible study, um, and they're talking, having that whole argument about um, whether or not the water that Jesus turned in, like the wine that Jesus turned into wine from water, was fermented or not, and like whether it was actual alcohol. And they're having like this whole thing, and then the lady leading the Bible study is like, "If Jesus could turn water into wine, he could make any kind of wine he wants." fermented or not. That is literally like I've been to Bible study with my grandma before. Like, and she's she's a Methodist. Bible study was at like 8 a.m. and right after I had to go to church with her. That's it, that's literally what it sounded like. Like mm. it's that exact same, nothing important conversation. <laughs> arguing over the semantics of the Bible. It's it's just true. It's just like true to life. What they mean by mockumentary
1: it's not just like what the events that took place. It's literally like the people. Yeah, it's real life. It's real life people.
0: Yeah, like this. This is how small town Texas is, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's probably some truth to it for like other states, just like small town politics. Oh, yeah. But I also think it's pretty amazing that like most of the people in the town kind of were like, "He's probably gay," mm-hmm. and they still were like, "We love this guy, though." Like he's just like they treated him like a person which I think is nice for a small Texas town. I also always think it's funny that, like, there's the old ladies that, like, won't admit that he's gay, but that's because Mm -hmm. they're, like, in love with him. Yes. And, like, my favorite person in this movie is the one that's, like... The one that visits him at the very end. And she's like, I told the judge that, like, you need... You're going to have to come. um, He's going to... You have have like leave or whatever it's called to come dress me for my funeral and he's, she's like don't worry though like i'm not i'm not sick or anything but like the judge is gonna have to let you out for that i just i love her because she also like when everyone's talking about like is bernie gay uh-huh. um, she's like jesus walked around the desert with 12 other men and none of them were gay
1: <laughs> the way they justify it is it's
0: small town people mm. old people it is it's kind of also like a oh brother though where there's just like the whole movie is really just a bunch of really quotable lines. She'll, she'll rip you a new two bath, double white asshole drop of a hat. I love that one. That was so good. I don't, I'm i not going to just go through every part that I think is funny. <laughs> but like, if you, the whole movie. if you haven't seen the movie, you've probably seen the clip of one of the people being interviewed describing what the different areas of Texas are like and saying like Texas could really just be five different states. Mm hmm. And I don't know why, it kills me every time when he's like, and of course I left out the panhandle, <laughs> and a lot of people do, and then just moves on. <laughs> and just moves on, because what the fuck happens up there? I don't think anyone lives up there. It smells like sulfur. Sulfur smells like shit, if anyone's yeah. wondering. And there's a bunch of wind turbines, and that is it. <laughs>
1: It's closer to Oklahoma too, so there's your yeah. there's your hit why no one lives up there. Just saying. Sorry. <laughs>
0: sorry to offend our <laughs> Oklahoma viewers, but that's like not It's like my one Texas thing. Fuck Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We're from Texas, we can say it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you expect it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really don't have anything like critical. to to critique this movie on i honestly i've never really thought to look into the actual crime the details of the actual crime outside of it outside of the movie like the only thing i know about this crime is the movie but like it really isn't because the movie's called bernie it's about him more than it's about the crime
1: yeah exactly like it really is because it's talking about how much people loved him Mm -hmm. they had to move his trial 50 miles away Because the town was going to acquit him,
0: throw another tire on the fire,
1: George. (laughs) (laughs) This movie has so much Texas charm; it's so good.
0: It really does. Like they are literally someone's outside of the trial selling people sandwiches during the recess for lunch. (laughs) Like
1: it, it's it's
0: amazing. This movie, I love it. Honestly, if you want
1: to, if you want to get to know Texas, this is a good movie to show it. Literally, just that clip. Yeah, exactly. bunch of hairy le- legged women and liberal fruit cakes
0: <laughs> which is so funny that he included that because he's from austin mm-hmm. i mean that's the stereotype for it like oh yeah the dallas snobs driving their mercedes like we're we're from dfw you know like yeah. we know we know that's true <laughs> we know oh, that's yeah. true definitely Not that he gets austin i love austin i live near it it's pretentious as fuck though it well it's and it's becoming heavily gentrified well, day by yeah, day. I
1: mean, it's one of those things where because Elon Musk lives there, all the rich conservative Californians are all
0: coming over here. They're making it look like LA. Yeah, because it was pretentious before, but it was at least its oh, own yeah. brand. guess it, it was weird. And now it's not. It's not pretentious. It's just like LA. Yeah, yeah. I like I said, I don't have really any critiques, um, and if there is anything wrong with it, it's probably just details from the case that it like. I don't know about. But outside of it, like I said, it's not really about the case right. as much as it is about Bernie. And so I just find it to be kind of a comfort movie. So that's all I have.
1: I, I'm the same way. And I was debating whether I should call this a comfort movie just because... I'm glad you said it, though, because, like, it makes me... Because it is a comfort movie for me as well. Yeah. Not to say that I find it comforting mm-hmm. that an old lady was murdered. No. It's a, you know, it's a dark comedy. Yeah. It And here's the thing, though. If you're hated that much... <laughs> Not saying it's okay to murder anyone.
0: I think that the other, outside of it being about burning, I think it is also just about like showing that someone can be pushed to that point. It wasn't yeah. something he was planning the whole time. It's like no. he was pushed to do it. And that doesn't make it okay. But like, it can happen that way. Exactly. And you have to decide, is, does that make him a bad person? Or does that make it okay to think she's a bad person?
1: Like Exactly. And it's like what that character Dodd said. She was more evil than he was good. an evil one. That it did. Like it. It broke him. Mm-hmm.
0: Not to rehash every single detail from the movie, but <laughs> it's it's because he even says like, I never thought I'd be the one that killed her, but I. It was so bad that I was imagining that her death. Like I wasn't imagining <laughs> killing her. I was imagining her death. Like and I her funeral and like yeah, like he was imagining like I would still it would still hurt. Yeah, and it'd be sad, but like dreads every day that he has to be around her he has no choice but to see her yeah you decide how how you feel about him as a person after watching that movie but
1: that's the whole thing you you could have your own opinions about it but it's mm-hmm. like this movie's still like great in the way of like it shows you it shows you each character
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you can think any way you want but no one's wrong yeah i feel like you just summed it up really
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh there's more to say within the uh reviews we have yeah so yeah. i'm sure and we can move
0: on to that because it's it, yeah. like i said with oh brother art now it's it's similar it's it just it's
1: like, that's the whole thing i don't have we don't have i really don't have anything it. to add exactly i don't have problems with it i will say though if you look at actual pictures from the people marjorie again was 81 years old so she's she looks way worse than uh she looks a lot younger in the
0: movie
1: yes yeah, shirley mcclain yeah. looks way younger than yeah. what marjorie actually looked like which yeah. is fine i don't think that's a terrible thing. It's probably hard to find a working actor that could
0: play that at, as an 81 year old. Exactly. I think she was so good at that movie. Shirley MacLaine, she was so funny. And I know she is the person that dies in the movie, but like, she is set up as villainous Uh in the movie. And she does a really good job making you question, like what I talked about, like, is it okay to think she was a bad person? Does that make her any more or less deserving of what Bernie did to her? And is Bernie a bad person for doing that to her? Like, it's... Uh She did a great job. Everybody in this movie did a great job. Oh,
1: yeah. Everyone was fantastic. Mm. I just... She just... She cracked me up in a lot of spots. Not when she was like being mean to Birdie, but like yeah. she was sitting in like a the church group and oh pastor God. comes in and he like touches her. She like flinches. Like <laughs> anytime like, everyone tries to touch her, she flinches so hard It just made me crack up every time. She always looks like she's about to backhand somebody. Yeah, she does. And I'm sure she has. Yeah, I'm sure she has too. But the, the pastor was like, I'm looking for donations. And she just grips her purse like mm-hmm. up to here. It was she just made me crack crack up through like the way she was chewing her beans and Bernie was like stop that please stop there's no reason to do that she's like
0: you're gonna upset your poor TMJ
1: Jack Black I love Jack Black there's never a time where I don't find Jack Black entertaining in anything I like I love him I just love the cast if anything that's what I usually default to if I love a movie I'll just talk about the cast all the time Mm -hmm. I'll move on to the reviews and we'll have more to talk about okay uh this review is called Bernie it's by AMC Taranid they first start by saying that how this movie is deeper than it is what it, it first appears mm-hmm. to be. And they quote, the thing about Richard Linklater's splendid 17th feature is that it's one of those films that are best watched cold. So just don't don't research it. Don't look anything up. Just watch it cold. That's how I watched it, and I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. They praise the performances of Jack Black, Matthew McConaughey, and Shirley MacLaine. They're all wonderful. Mm-hmm. And to end their quote for this article, Bernie is a classic Linklater joint. The Austin... A tour's eye for the ludicrous details and mannerisms of small-town Texan life is matched by his fondness for the same. In this spirit, watch out for the extras and the folksy local commentary. Tell you more than you think. We've said too much already. And, like, this was their review, like, before the movie was released, so they're just trying to amp people up for this. Um, Yeah, I will
0: say, um, when they said, like, to watch it closely... Mm-hmm. Um, and also the part where it's telling you more than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things. Yeah. First thing, like you were saying with uh, Shirley MacLaine and like the physical acting that she's doing, and you can, people are blatantly telling you what kind of person she is, yeah. but you can like see it visualized really well in her like physical mm-hmm. acting of the character through things like that. And also, like, just with any Southern person, especially older Southern people, there is always 10 layers down from whatever mm-hmm. they're saying to you on the surface. There is always other things. If they ask you a question. They're not asking you that question. They're asking you like 10 questions. Yeah. Whatever you answer will answer all 10 of those questions that they're asking you.
1: So be careful how you answer it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's my game sound here. That's mm-hmm. it. It's just We're smart smarter than we think. Oh, yeah. We're smarter than people think. And like Southern people are really digging into you when you think that they're just trying to ask you like, Oh, what's your mom do for for work? Oh, that has ten different questions that it answers with whatever answer you give.
1: Just to add on that, like, we're than you think. We're more manipulative than you think. Oh yeah, Southern kindness is manipulative in and of itself. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This movie definitely shows it. Also, just like a little bit with uh, Marjorie Nugent, uh, how Shirley shows his character is like she is a mean, nasty woman to everyone, mm-hmm. but because she and she pushes everyone away. But then in itself, she is lonely and she knows this, mm-hmm. but she knows no other way to speak or talk to people. Yeah. So when she finds Bernie, it's a wonderful new thing and she's really sweet, but she can't help but just
0: recoil back into this ugly person. It makes me wonder, like, how was, how was she when her husband was alive? Her husband died after her mom died and they bring up the thing with, like, she was... She never spoke to her sisters. She never spoke to her, like, mom before she died. Mm -hmm. And she was in there fighting over stuff that her mom left behind. Has no other way to go through life than to be mean to people. She set herself up for this Mm self-sabotage. It's not surprising she got to that point with Bernie. Like, it's... And I think they do that well. Like, they set up... Who she is really well. Yeah,
1: absolutely, 100%. Next review is by the Massey Twins, which we've read their reviews before. They're my favorite critics to hate. <laughs> I did agree with them once. Jurassic Park. Any movie that wasn't made when they were kids
0: <laughs> yes. or
1: teens. Every other movie's trash, apparently. And this review's not going to be very surprising for them. Oh, great. They didn't think the article transitioned well into a movie, like, there wasn't enough substance. Okay. They quote, though the film chronicles a rather unusual protagonist, its unsurprising crime and the unconventional circumstances, of small town, litigation, and dispositions, the situation itself doesn't feel theatrical enough to warrant such an adaptation.
0: Okay, maybe on the surface, maybe on the surface, it doesn't seem like something that someone would find enough substance in Uh to turn into a movie. But like I said, it's not about the fucking crime. It's not. It's not. It's about. The little, the little things in this movie. The crime is just the skeleton outline for the time, the timeline of everything happening. It's about the care, it's about the people. Mm-hmm. It's about the the people. That's the meat. Yeah, it's not. Like, I'm not gonna argue with these two. You can't waste your breath with these two.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> they continue to say the sides with Carthage Townsfolk to fill in details about Bernie and Nugent would have been much more convincing were it not for the casting of Matthew McCartney as district attorney and politician Danny Buck, who is far too recogni- recognizable. To pull off the part of an unknown citizen. I don't necessarily think that. I think Matthew McConaughey was playing a really fun character. I think he did it well. I thought his character was really funny. I'm sorry, Jack Black was in this movie. I think that's such a cheap shot of something to pick at a movie. Like, that actor is too recognizable to be this character.
0: It's a movie. Can you pretend that it's not Matthew McConaughey for a second? That's the kind of thing where I'm like, if you're going to say something like that, propose a solution, maybe. I just
1: think it's a stupid point. It's a movie. You can pretend this actor isn't famous for for a second.
0: That's how movies work. Like, I don't, I do not understand that argument whatsoever. He's not playing somebody whose face you're supposed to know, unlike Bernie. Like, whether or not you know the case, like, you see, he has a distinct look. (sighs) This is a district attorney. He could literally look like anything. Why He probably got voted into office because he was attractive. Like, that's what small town politics is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They continue to say, at the start, the characters are quirky and amusing, but ultimately reveal themselves to be unlikable and unsympathetic. Despite scripting the prosecutor to be equally disagreeable. In the role of an antagonist, I, I don't, I don't agree, and I don't know what their point is about.
0: This is what I'm getting from this, just from the two two points about Matthew McConaughey so far. Mm-hmm. I think they equate attractiveness with likability. Mm. And because like Matthew McConaughey is like an attractive actor, mm-hmm. he could never be from a small town. He could never play this evil character. But you know what? For me, I fully read his character as an asshole mm-hmm. and an antagonist. Like, you don't have to... Ad- be like, oh, well, if I admit that his character is an asshole and he's the antagonist in the story, then I'm admitting that Bernie did nothing wrong. Those lines don't connect mm-hmm. like that. You can acknowledge that Bernie did something wrong mm-hmm. and acknowledge that this human being that he's portraying is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, there are points when he's like, why is everybody defending this man and acting like he didn't kill her when he did? Like, I get that. Just because he's an attractive actor portraying this, that I don't see how that... Makes him unbelievable. I want to agree. Yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly. I I can't. I can't with these two. I know. I can't. They're
1: always, they always hate whatever movie we're watching. If it wasn't made, if it wasn't made before 1995, they're going to hate it. I'm going to move on before before (laughs) I say something. (laughs) Basically end by saying the movie lacks the finer details to make the movie work. To quote, A production of medium affectations and general neutrality. Whatever. They're not from Texas, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah. This is like their own personal blog. No one's paying them to... (laughs) No one's paying them to do this and there's two
1: asshole girls just shitting on them. No one's paying on us to do this. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but we're going to shit on them anyways. I actually, I'm fine with it. I'll shit them. <laughs> this is making my week. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Move, okay. On, move on to <laughs> the gonna, next one. Okay. This is Out of Frame, Bernie Review by Pat. Padwa. They talk about the opening with Bernie preparing the corpse and how he adds just enough details so to make person look alive but not cartoonish, especially with the application of the blush, which they know Bernie has on as well. They point out the same concept car- can be said about birdie and the way of like how he applies those finer details to a corpse and how they could that could be similar to birdie applying certain details about his personality
0: and how he is shown to the world not fake but i see what point right. you're, you're coming at mm-hmm. he is clearly a closeted gay person in a small town exactly and like mm-hmm. he he has to put on some sort of mask a layer of like separation mm-hmm. from who he actually is when he's it's just him and like mm-hmm. the rest of the world but there's still the authenticity of him within that
1: and that's what this person was trying to talk about yeah
0: yeah cuz he i also agree with the when the, what they say with Jack Black portraying him too mm-hmm. like the he doesn't turn him to a caricature.
1: Yeah. And like what they said, they made the person look alive, but not cartoonish. They go on to talk about Richard Linkler, or he's a He is also a Texan and seems to show a genuine small Texan town with a mix of actors and real people. But then they say But the stars play stereotypes from Shirley MacLaine's mean... I don't know this word. Dowager. Dowager to fellow Texan Matthew McCartney's folksy district attorney. The Worst Offender is a performance that is earn the most praise, which I don't know if I agree with.
0: And and that, that being Jack Black, I'm guessing. Yes. They are, as a Texan, mm-hmm. I think, done well. And it's also based on real people, too, mm-hmm. is the thing. It's not like... They have, like, they're kind of being forced to use these stereotypes because that's how she was described by the town. That's how people who lived there saw her. Mm-hmm.
1: They then criticize Jack Black's performance by saying, Jack Black is one of those actors whose personality overwhelms any character he may create, where others see a finely hewn, brave performance. I just see Jack Black wearing festive shirts and very carefully pretending to be gay. It doesn't help that when Bernie start- sings in church, Black's gospel vocals sometimes reveal hints of tenaciously dramatic inflection
0: okay um has this person been to been to church (laughs) in the south no kidding like, I think that's just one of those things where it's like, maybe you just don't know enough about the area. Yeah. Watch, watch us find out this person's from Texas. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: It's hard to fully imitate someone's vocal.
1: Yeah. Jack Black can sing. And I and I don't think it sounded like today's, it sounded like Jack Black, but it, I wouldn't go as far to make this criticism about that. I don't have a problem with what they're say, talking about.
0: And I also don't see this as just Jack Black wearing fe- festive shirts and like, carefully pretending to be gay he's it's not a hundred percent like bernie is out as gay Mm -hmm. either so there's like that weird gray area of like should they have gotten a gay person to play this character Mm -hmm. or whatever and it's like it's literally just people speculating on this man's sexuality in the movie so and we don't
1: know for sure either we could be saying this and because i don't think he's ever yeah i don't think he's ever came out or confirmed anything not that i know of
0: We don't know for sure if he has, but at the point of what the movie's portraying, Mm -hmm. no one has the correct answer of like, oh, he's out. But back to the original point here, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's just being Jack Black. Like, this does not, this is not how Jack Black just is in person. And, you know, I also don't know Jack Black as a person, but neither does this writer. No. He transforms into Bernie, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. I think that as well.
1: I think what it comes down to is this person just doesn't get Jack Black's performance. They just don't get it. Yeah.
0: I don't think that's that's not anyone's fault. That's just that person's opinion. Like I said with the last people, I can't I can't
1: <laughs> exactly just
0: sit and argue with them. So I'm like, I, okay.
1: You know. They talk about how in the film the town loves Bertie and notes how the trial had to be moved fifty miles away so you wouldn't get acquitted. points out, and quote, But the town has mixed feelings about the film. District Attorney Buck Davison finds it inappropriate to make a black comedy about a real murder. Others may hope the film attracts a macar- Macabre, 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 Macabre class of tourists. If only Billy Wilder were alive. Birdie is part fictionalized, part documentary, entirely well made, but the tone of its fi- fictionalized elements put this uncomfortably close to mockumentary. I mean, that's what it is. It is a mockumentary. This probably rubbed them the wrong way. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. And. I just don't think they got it.
0: I don't think they did either. Also, Billy Wilder—he was an actor and director. You ever heard of the movie Sunset Boulevard? I've heard like, of it. Uh-huh. Or like The Apartment. I've from, heard like, of that the 60s. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's mostly known for like making films that treat controversial situations humorously. The mention of him in this quote kind of dulls their point. Yeah. Because I feel like. That's what this movie is. It's yeah. finding uh, humorous elements in this controversial situation. Mm-hmm. They kind of just proved themselves wrong a little yeah. bit by mentioning Billy Wilder. I don't know. Maybe um maybe they meant it in a different way. But I just I think they
1: this went over their heads is what it sounds like. But this is the last critic review. Rich Lee, Richard Richard Bernie is a wild Texas tale. And the tagline this is their this is what they wrote. But this is the tagline of the movie story so unbelievable it must be true this is by steven silver and uh, they start by quoting richard linklater's birdie is a film that could have gone wrong so easily had it not mastered the tone of of a tricky story it even trickier trickier protagonist but master it he did they bring out that okay this is a this is a wild take <laughs> so just to prep you but this he did write this so i was like okay it's interesting enough i'll put it in uh, they bring up that maybe misogyny played into the role of the town siding with a murderous man who killed an elderly woman, but you know, they celebrated it because she was disliked. Uh they say this maybe, but like the film doesn't explore that outlook. That's just his point. Okay. Guess you could say that. I I also don't agree that this movie makes that point whatsoever. I didn't even that
0: didn't even cross my mind. I get where he's coming from. Yeah. Like you kinda have you have to reframe Yeah. The movie a little bit. And yeah. like not just the like the the situation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily saying that she didn't do anything bad or that she didn't push him or anything, but, mm-hmm. like, people were very quick to jump on the side of Bernie. Maybe it was a little easier for them to reckon with how bad of a person she was mm-hmm. because she was also a woman. Kind of, I'm going to compare this, just, yeah, like, with Amber Heard. Like, she clearly was in the wrong, mm-hmm. but people were very quick to jump yes. on shitting on her because... It was their opportunity. And also defending Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. But not saying Johnny
1: Depp didn't do his own things either. Yeah. So it's like it's I I also find that very similar mm-hmm. to not siding with anyone, but
0: <laughs> just throwing that out yeah. there yeah i would agree like i think that's probably a whole aspect of it exactly like the movie doesn't go into that so exactly
1: uh but really point out the actors of the townspeople They're the real townspeople uh they say but the best thing about Bernie is the world building of the town thanks to the use of talking head interviews some are actors while others are actual people but they tell the story in a funny and colorful way the film wouldn't have worked without them I also agree. Because as much as we love the Ming has, like... Yeah. I mean, the, the townspeople are what is the meat of this movie
0: you know and i think what really what makes it so obviously a mockumentary in my opinion is like hmm. if you're watching watching like a documentary about a true crime case and the person who did it is still alive mm-hmm. they're not included in the documentary Mm-mm. and it's just the people who knew them or were mm-hmm. alive when it happened or whatever it, it read like a mock it was a mockumentary yeah
1: i don't <laughs> yeah you you define it correctly i don't know why you're upset about it but. <laughs> Like, i don't th- I don't understand how that was a negative point, but Steven Silver ends his article by saying he calls Bernie an underrated league later film, which I also think it is because it like it did well critically uh mm-hmm. it did not do well like making money in theaters.
0: I could see that because um I've talked about this movie before with other people, and like most of the people I mentioned this movie to haven't seen it, yeah, I also don't think it was marketed i, I don't think it was very either well. yeah
1: i I don't think League later. Linklater movies are... I don't think they ever are. No. About the new one. I didn't know there was a new Linklater movie, but... I didn't either until you brought it up. I don't think he's great at marketing. <laughs> I think that's his thing, though. Like, he's never loud about... It. He puts it underground. He's one of those dudes yeah. that always wants he's things from underground. from Exactly.
0: It's just... <laughs> it's that pretentiousness. <laughs> it's a different level of pretentiousness, I swear. I mean, it, You could you could say pretentiousness, but I also feel like it's kind of like he's making these for himself exactly and i don't mean to be mean about it. no no but i agree (laughs) that there's a level of pretension in it yeah he's just happy with the movie he made kind of kind of person
1: yeah well he made boyhood didn't he because that did him that did crazy good they made it for like over like 20 years or something like that they made it for years and years and years yeah that was him okay boy okay there you go so he has movies that are very obviously famous and that there's some You know, he'll just push out a new movie, and it's just... No one knows about it.
0: Sorry, I'm just looking through the... I didn't know he did Bad News Pairs. He does... He did a bunch. I didn't name them all, but, like, he did do a bunch. I just... I like the movies by him that I've seen.
1: Exactly. School of Rock. That movie's not a comfort movie. That's a movie you sit down and listen.
0: You're not on your phone during that one.
1: No. You respect that movie.
0: Dazed and Confused. We were obsessed with that movie in high school.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't think there's a high schooler who isn't...
0: You can't go through... You can't go through high school without watching that movie. You
1: can't. So this is a, that was the last correct review. Now we can go on to audience. Okay. We will start with a 10 out of 10 review from IMDB titled Texas Truths written in 2011. I had the privilege of seeing this film in Austin last month. Mr. Linklater was among the thousands devastated by the fires in Bastrop County. And with his hard work and help from Jack Black and crew, they turned the screening into a fundraiser to help the fire victims. Aww. They raised over $155,000. It was a great event. The movie was the best part. If you, if you live or have lived in a small town anywhere in America, you'll get this movie. And you won't be able to stop laughing. If you're in Texas or you hate Texas, it'll be just and that both. much better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. If you live in Texas, you love it and you hate it. So.
0: Yeah. Or like I mean, like if you are somebody who likes making fun of Texas, it's you watch it. Yeah. Like, exactly. It. Oh, it's
1: it's fantastic for that. Uh, the characters are real, the acting is superb. Jack is at the top of his game and Matthew did an outstanding job. He played his role right on the edge. Always close to going over the top, but never getting there. Which I very much agree with Matthew McCartney's characters. Like yeah. close, but they're they're good. They don't. They don't go over
0: number eight. Danny Buck's coming to get you next.
1: (laughs) He's fantastic in the movie. I love him. I didn't realize
0: how much I could line by line. You've been doing it this whole podcast. I'm astounded. (laughs) Okay, I didn't mention this at the beginning. I'll mention it here. Um, I told you about this, Uh but my family was obsessed with this movie. My mom, my dad, and I. And when we would go out and have like family dinner, we would literally one of us would pull out our phone. And we owned it on iTunes, and just start watching the movie at the dinner table. So I've seen this movie a lot. <laughs> I love that. I can only imagine the families
1: sitting next to you. If I was a family sitting next to you, I would be wanting to watch that.
0: while <laughs> <even> you're watching it. <laughs>
1: it's just so
0: funny. so a... sorry. No, no, go Sorry. Ahead. Just wanted to say, because I think I, I told you this, too, mm-hmm. and she listens to this podcast, so I'll mention it. My sister would get mad that we would do this because we wouldn't just watch that movie we would watch the dark night at, at dinner sometimes oh my like god. we would, we would oh just we could not we didn't want to talk to each other we just wanted to watch a movie while we ate and she would be like can we just have a conversation like a normal family please oh my god that's so <laughs> shut funny. up we're watching, we're watching <laughs> shh. <laughs> shh don't talk <laughs> we're in a movie theater that is so funny
1: my goodness yeah. i'm sorry to interrupt Oh, no, you're fine Shirley is a gem and acted like I've never seen her before. Thank you, Richard, for your film and your efforts in Bastrop. My farm survived, but too many friends lost everything. Oh, and thanks for letting me be in this film. Woohoo. That's me at the end, Ma. I don't know who this person is. I tried looking it up, but I thought this was just such a wonderful review, you know? That's really sweet. I love this. I was like, That's, this is a perfect positive one. Like, he's not just writing it because like, oh, we got money. Or like Bastrop got money for it, but like he enjoyed the film. Like
0: it's very yeah. sweet. That's a that's a really sweet review. I had no idea that there were fires in Bastrop at that time. I didn't either. But that's amazing that like the whole crew mm-hmm. like they just they just turned it into a fundraiser. That's yeah. really sweet. It is very sweet. I
1: don't know who this person is, though, at the end. I really wish I knew who this person was in the movie.
0: Something that I wanted to mention that they said about the, like, if you're in Texas or you hate Texas, Mm -hmm. I think that's just, like, the beauty of this because, like, you know, Linklater's from here. Mm -hmm. He knows how to make fun of this, like, make fun of Texas and show, like, an appreciation for the people who live here. Like, I think it's, I think that's why it's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody from not Texas tried to write this movie, I don't think it would have been the same at all. (laughs) I'd punch I'd be offended. (laughs) As much as I... As much as I hate it here, like I don't, I would be like, okay, well, you're coming for me now, and <laughs> I cannot let you. Only a you Texan leave my grandma's name out of your mouth. <laughs> Only a Texan can say they
1: hate Texas or call <laughs> it the stupid shit from Texas.
0: No one else can do that because everyone tries to, and it's like you don't get it. Yeah, don't like, come here. I understand we're the fucking worst. Yeah, I. But no, oh, I no one it. hates
1: Texas like a Texan. Okay, there's some things you can criticize Texas about. Our politics, oh. absolutely, absolutely, okay. that's fair yeah. game but like yeah we're not all on that side yeah <laughs> like, exactly i don't have a horse no
0: i don't i didn't ride my horse to school <laughs> i didn't ride my horse to school i wish i could though i always wish i could <laughs> this is just a, another slight side point just based on that mm-hmm. i remember going to florida as a kid and like i don't think i sound like i'm from here at all i don't think you do either I went to Florida, and they were like, I love your accent. Are you, like, from Texas? And I was like, I sound like I'm from nowhere. Like, I have a non-accent. Like, what are you talking I about? Never,
1: I don't think you you sound like you're from
0: Texas. Oh, I can only imagine what I sound like. Yeah, you sound like you were clutching your pearls 24-7. <laughs> 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 yeah, I would. All right. It only For me, it only comes out when I'm talking to old people.
1: Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, that charm, that Southern charm, that Texas charm—it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Oh my god! Because like you don't—I don't think you have an accent either.
0: No, so. and the same thing happens with Noah because he's—he's a waiter, and I so don't think Noah has an he's, accent he's, either. No, no, oh my no, god. no, no, with the old oh. people thing. Like, oh, okay. When he goes up to a table, he's like, "Well, how do y'all?" <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> yes, but sorry.
1: Next th- time that was, to get angry. Exactly. So, this is a 1 out of 10 review from IMDb. It is titled, Pointless, Best Avoided. This was written in 2012. Clever. The only thing about this movie that I can't fault is the acting. Jack Black plays a convincing character without falling back on his usual comedy staple. And the rest of the cast aren't winning and fit their respective parts very well. The main issue I have with this film is understanding why it was made. The story isn't particularly interesting, even though it's true. The film feels overly long and drawn, and by the end you're hoping it gets hope that the payoff for your time spent enduring the dullness and slow pace is going to be worth it, but it mostly definitely isn't. You're just left feeling unsatisfied and wondering why whoever decided to make this film felt it was worth making, as it was very much not worth watching. The story really didn't need tell you further than perhaps a short article in a local newspaper. If it had been beautifully shot, directed, scripted, anything really, it might have done something to dispel the disappointment. But it wasn't. Everything about this film, other than perhaps the acting, is decidedly average and uninspiring, with a storyline and an ending to match. You didn't get
0: it, dude. You just didn't get it. Don't know what else to tell you. See, this is the second person who has said something like this so far. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I'm wondering is like, is it just the fact that this movie is about the people I know that this this specific crime like the way he killed her and like how everything happened like that really isn't like the most interesting true true crime case on the planet mm-hmm. but it paints like the two characters, like it's about the characters and it's also the town itself is a character like it it's j ju- i just i just don't think some some people just might not like a movie like this where it's it's not about what's happening. It's about the people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's similar to the criticism that O Brother, Where Art Thou got, mm-hmm. where it was like, nothing's happening. Like, why is this a movie? Like, not, Like, it's about the the characters. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's about the people and how they are. Like, what? I don't... Mm-hmm. I think these people just don't like that in a movie. It, it's, it just goes over their head. Maybe this person doesn't like documentaries. Like, I just the energy that it has is like i will watch a documentary about literally anything mm-hmm. maybe this person just is not into that because there's no use in arguing with this
1: exactly you just didn't get it and i'm not gonna waste my time explaining to you why it's good you just didn't get it sorry yeah it's just it just wasn't for you lost on you this next one is three stars we're in 2022 birdie is a relentlessly weird movie It's got Linklater doing a lot of Coen Brothers tricks. Also purported as a comedy when it was first released, which isn't exactly true. It's got the dark comedic undertones of things like Fargo. It's got a lot of East Texas in there. The cast is great. The question mark in it is McConaughey, which kind of just steams by on Charm for whatever reason. Overall, one of Linklater's better, bigger name experience, but still extremely odd.
0: I don't necessarily think that it was a dig for them to compare it to the Coen brothers? No, I don't I don't think that's a a bad thing at all. I love Coen I just I just don't think that they were necessarily pointing it out as a bad thing. Yeah. It it is it is a comedy though. Like it mm, it is a comedy. It's not
1: wrong for say it's a comedy. It's definitely a comedy. Yeah, yeah, a dark comedy absolutely.
0: How many movies have you seen where you watched the trailer and then you went and saw the movie and it was completely different? Yeah. Or like it wasn't exactly the trailer. Mhm. Sometimes I think that's a good way to do it like if a movie is telling me exactly what this movie is going to be in the trailer i probably won't get much out of it
1: i think that throws people off so hard though i think i think people get it locked in their head what they're going to see and when it's different they're like oh well that wasn't exactly what i thought it was going to be so i dislike Mm -hmm. it i actually do think that can hinder a movie a lot especially when
0: people have an expectation in their head that's fair i do i will say the movie a lot of movies that i've liked the most are movies that i've gone in with nothing mm-hmm. known about it like i don't know really much about it i think that's the
1: best way to go see a movie
0: yeah that's how i saw this movie mm-hmm. and i think like even if i did know what it was about i would st- i would still enjoy this movie but i yes. could understand how somebody would watch it and it just Mm -hmm. have that idea that it's supposed to be funny the whole time and have somebody like Jack Black in it and like not be that. And then the thing with Matthew McConaughey is like I think the charm aspect Mm -hmm. of his acting in this does the character well. It has that like small town politician thing who's like actually a little bit crooked and is kind of a dick but like he's still doing his job and getting recognized for it because of the charm.
1: Texas charm. If anything I think that's what makes the character real (laughs) more realistic and i love that character i think it's he's really funny
0: i think what is getting some of the people that you've like read reviews from so Mm -hmm. far is like having to have that moral question in your head where it's like am i allowed to hate this old lady am i allowed to think that the guy the prosecutor in this situation is Mm -hmm. an asshole while he's trying to prosecute someone who actually did commit crime yeah but everybody loves this guy and he's shown as like the protagonist and like people having to have this internal struggle about who, what, how they should feel about the people in this movie that mm-hmm. I feel like throws people off.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Like I don't, people have a hard time wondering
0: where they should stand. And I don't think you need to have a stance.
1: I don't think you do either. I literally think you could just watch this and mm-hmm. ju- just kind of just go with it. Just go yeah. with it. You don't have, at the end of the movie, you could have whatever spe- perspective you want. He murdered an old lady. You could think he's a bad person. That's fine. That's fine. Or you watch the movie and go like, well, she was a bitch. She had a comment, which a lot of people Mm -hmm. have a stance on. Or you could do research, try to make up your own mind. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, just, I don't know, just be neutral. Like,
0: yeah, you don't have to have
1: a stance. You don't have to, you
0: don't, not everyone needs an opinion about everything. (laughs) Like, seriously, y'all, like. But, I mean, we're building our podcast around people having an opinion about everything. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but other people don't
0: need to have an opinion (laughs) I can have one. I have a podcast. Keep writing these keep writing these reviews. We need them. Exactly. But I'm not gonna say you're not annoying about it. Yeah. I, I don't think I think the the main point of that is just you, your stance on these people does not have anything to do with whether or not it's an enjoyable movie. Exactly. That
1: was my main point. I yes. went on a little rant. But exactly. You don't have to have a stance. You you could just watch the movie for what it is. Yeah, like we've always said. Moving on to a 1 out of 10 star review. It was written in 2012. The title is No Humor, No Action, No Suspense, No Romance, No Terror, Why Watch? This is the worst Jack Black movie I've ever seen. They try to make it funny by depicting Bernie as Mr. Wonderful, intelligent, great salesman, great businessman, very compassionate, very generous, helps everybody, great makeup artist, great mortician, and great everything. Most of the characters are typical
0: small town ignorance. I am from Texas, and none of the people I know are like that. Okay, you just might not know people like that. I just happen to know people exactly like the people in this movie. I'm I am mean, sorry, I do too, like, this that, like the whole thing. That doesn't mean they don't exist just because you've never met one. Exactly. No kidding. The world's bigger than you. Exactly.
1: <laughs> 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 Texas is bigger than you think, you know? Mm-hmm. The movie is just plain flat from beginning to end. All the reviews with three stars or less are very accurate. Watch it when it goes on showtime. This way you could change the channel and it won't have and it won't have cost you anything. The only good thing I can say is that Jack Black is a very good actor. Um you have to pay extra to have showtime for Exa- your cable package. Exactly. So I don't know mm. what your point is. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing I can say is that Jack Black is a very good actor. That is proved with this movie. It still doesn't make this movie good. My ten year old daughter and I felt cheated out of a dollar thirty. We rented it at Redbox. Did your daughter have to split it with like split the cost with you? Like <laughs> Did you take it out of her allowance? Yeah. Like what happened? I'm sorry, a dollar thirty? My daughter now thinks Jack Black is not funny anymore and doesn't want me to ever rent any of his movies. I told her that the economy is bad right now and it has affected actors as well. Actors will take any movie just to make money to feed their families.
0: She said she will give Jack Black another opportunity. Well thank God. <laughs> That's the only good thing that you've done in this whole situation is taught your daughter that you can't just discount people after one thing, God. but also, um, where in, I just want to know where in Texas this person's from. I do too. Because I could say, like, he's from the panhandle. <laughs> probably. <Yeah. laughs> but like, my, my dad's side of the family is from West Texas, not East Texas. And they're all very, very similar mm-hmm. to the people in this movie. You have your family has lived in DFW like for Oh yeah. Forever. And yeah. You know you know people like that. I have like, family like that. <laughs> like, I wanna know. My family's been in Texas for fucking ever on my dad's side. Yeah. Like and with same with you. Like it's We're Texans. Are you new here? Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I just
1: think it's so funny that they brought their daughter into it. Their daughter just ended up hating Jack Flack. I was like, first off a Tiger I, take her. I I can't see a ten-year-old actually enjoy this movie. I don't know how old were you. I was
0: eleven or twelve. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. That's the whole thing. So yeah. I don't know. I I feel like this is a family of people with no sense of humor.
1: I think so too. That's what I
0: get from all these negative reviews. These people just don't get it. Also, um, so this movie's worse than the movie The Cable Guy. What movie is it? A critical failure with Jim Carrey called The Cable Guy. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Jack Black's in this one. It- is that so bernie's worse than this one yeah i could go, i could go on what the fuck is the jackal that looks bad a 36 from critics out of 100 yikes and bernie's worse than that okay i'm just a very jack black
1: is a cable guy mm-hmm. he plays like a really small part he plays like i just don't get it but you live in the city
0: your whole life like what is this? that's what i'm
1: thinking like it has to be like i don't know am i a city person not really no we grew grew up in the suburbs yeah we grew up in the suburbs it was three and a half and this is i should put this one in the front but this person says this movie is my comfort movie it just is this is a comfort movie Mm -hmm. this is a one out of ten from imdb titles watch it if you like lame exposition mechanisms used excessively this was rated 2020 Jack Black might have given the performance of a lifetime it could have been a great movie but i don't know because I couldn't get past the interview style exposition. It was fine for the first five minutes since, since when it is done, it is done to bootstrap, plot, and give a nice start to a story. But When the whole movie, not sure if it continued to the end, I skipped Sammy sit and landed on an interview shot, but when the whole movie is small scenes stitched between interview pieces, it is a bit too much. The interview style exposition was repetitive, it was uninspired, it was just frustrating. Sorry if I really hated it. You must not like The Office then.
0: That's what I was thinking. But also, I understand that the biggest thing that, like, you probably learned, too, like, you've taken any editing, like, film editing classes, like, de- 180 degree rule or whatever, so mm-hmm. it's not, like, jarring and you're not taken out of it. I understand that having people talk directly to the camera is jarring. Mm -hmm. It's repetitive. I don't really find it uninspired. There aren't a lot of movies that set themselves up as mockumentaries. It's more of like a TV show thing these Mm -hmm. days. Too jarring for this person. But also, they didn't give themselves Mm -hmm. a chance past the first five minutes to, like, you get used to the fact that these people are talking directly to the camera.
1: And the whole movie isn't that. There are other scenes. Like, this is a three-star boy from box It's pretty wild that Richard Linklater made a whole film dedicated to dunking on a dead woman and getting people on the side of his friend, the murderer. Matthew McConaughey is acting in an entirely different movie,
0: though. Does kind of seem like Matthew McConaughey is acting in a different Which movie. Really that adds to the fact that his character disagrees with the rest of the town. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that was intentional or not, is the thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna say they're 100% wrong. Here, like we said before, there.
1: This movie takes a side, definitely. Not to say it doesn't, but it's... There's another side and people can believe that. That's yeah. fine too. There are stances you could take with this movie. Yes, he murdered this woman and that's
0: not good. That is bad. I don't think he's a good person because like, because the movie told me so. I- exactly. I'm d- I don't have a personal opinion on him as a person. Is
1: the- I've never met him, so I don't know. Yeah. I just know he murdered a lady, but a lot of people liked him.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So it is a one out of 10. It's rated 2012. It's called Worst Movie of Jack Black's Career. Seriously. This movie is the worst movie ever of Jack Black's career. Hey directors, listen up. First off, you need a better storyline than what was started off in the beginning. It was awful. You need to get your audience captured from the very start. For example, Hunger Games captures the audience and keeps them wanting more. This movie kept dragging and dragging and I was bored completely out of my mind, as well as the rest of my family. (laughs) I was so completely dissatisfied with the movie. Directors, you should have been fired after this movie. I am just being honest. I was falling asleep from the start. I was really hoping this was going to be a better movie than how it started out. So this is top tier funny to me. When someone talks about how crappy a movie is, and they just freeball a movie so unrelated to what, what they're talking about, and go, this is a better movie than this. That is top tier f- funny to me. Especially with the, when we read these reviews.
0: Birdie... Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. Okay, maybe here. Wait. And my favorite thing is to try and see how they got from A to B. Yes. So both movies are trying to make a murderer likable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. I what, I guess. What is Katniss not a murderer? What is she? Yeah, I mean she is. She definitely is. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> the way. That is top tier funny, a top
0: tier humor to me. It hit, here's the thing: when I saw that in this review, I was like, "Damn, I agree with them on something." <laughs> Hunger Games does make you want more. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> but I, I just like they said the thing is it like it's the worst movie he's ever been in. Um, I no, it's not. Respectfully, disrespectfully, I i disagree
1: it's just they throw me off they threw me off with that hunger games i'm like okay this person's on a this is person's on a different plane than i am i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna entertain it (laughs) other than just reading the review (laughs) this next one is no no stars whatsoever it just says iphone
0: and it's from like last week (laughs) yeah it's from last week too they just said iphone so i guess you tell them it wasn't accurate enough I'm just, I'm just thinking they watched the movie and were like, I need to log it and I have to say something.
1: Reviews like this just make me think someone, mm -hmm. they're going to forget this exists, but it's going to exist forever. This next one is three and a half stars. They go, look, this is obviously biased in Bernie's favor, but how in the name of God did he get a life sentence? That's what I'm saying. This is another take. That one person had a take. This is another take. I think this is a, personally, I think this is a good, a good take.
0: He originally got 50 years. I don't know how he got more after. They probably had uh, something similar to what we saw in the movie again with, like, the family members Mm -hmm. putting on a a show in the courtroom. They hadn't spoken to her years, try sewer over money. It wasn't fake. They just, like I said at the very beginning, there's people who've done worse crimes that are serving way less time. Yep. But good point. This next one
1: is the whole reason why I picked Birdie for this week, but I saw it on Twitter. Someone was going... Jack Black, you know, Adam Sandler was in Uncut Gems, so we're like, Jack Black needs his own uh, version of Uncut Gems, and people were going, uh, birdie, and Mm -hmm. I kind of agree. I think that's kind of, I would love to see
0: more serious stuff, too, but it kind of is his Uncut Gems, in my opinion. I agree. I agree that it is. Like, it's- It's still comedic. Adam Sandler was-
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. I've watched Uncut Gems. That movie is a comedy. (laughs) If you watch it in a
0: certain way, that movie is actually really funny. 100%. And this one, it has comedy as a like a blanket yes. over the seriousness. But like when you get to the trial, like anything, everything post him killing her, like that's a very serious. It is tonal shift in the movie. And the trial
1: too. Like the trial isn't funny. Just because he's played
0: Kung Fu Panda and Nacho Libre doesn't <laughs> mean he can't. He hasn't done something like this. But I agree. I think that this is this is his uncut gems. I, I absolutely agree. And what the
1: original review that I'm reading off is three and a half stars. They go, "Is this Jack Bucks?" From Cut Gems, I, I agree. It yes. is this wish is out there. It's four mm-hmm. stars, lesbians for Jack Black? Question mark? Question mark? Oh, I forgot the question mark. That makes it even funnier. <laughs> but I was like,
0: sure, why not? I don't know what they mean by it, but like, okay. Since it is Pride Month, I'll explain a little. <laughs> the context. Of. That's probably why I included it as as our one member of <laughs> <laughs> the LGBT. Um, it's just kind of like a thing where different sections of the LGBT have like an actor that like most people in that group are like obsessed with. Have the lesbians claimed him? <laughs> like click here. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't think I mean, he everybody mind. loves him. But that's if so you guys okay. wanna have if you guys wanna as a group have an obsession, that's fine. Oh yeah, absolutely. I get it.
1: I'm sure he would love it too. He's very uh he's a wonderful man. I know I know he's pretty sure he's done things for the LGBTQ community.
0: Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I did really enjoy his um Rocky horror cover that he did Aww. before the election it was really good too he's very talented he does the time warp that's such a hymn song to cover if that wasn't for the gays
1: i don't know who was <laughs> no, no kidding <laughs> <laughs> this one is three and a half stars i'm not gonna lie i watched it when i was a little kid so i thought it was made up <laughs> or like <laughs> no so i thought i made this up which is so fu- oh my god that makes it even funnier holy crap oh i i have a there's a, i have a few movies like that uh-huh this next one I really like because I also remember this quote very well, just the way Jack Jack Black delivers it. It's four it's four and a half stars and it's that scene where his his I guess his boss No Dawn, no. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Like, you're get, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> get it all liquored up. No, <laughs> Don! No, Dawn! No, Dawn. <laughs> just the way he says it. It's so good. It's just I just love it. I'm glad someone else wrote it down. This next one I really like. Just because I think it's it's just kind of funny. It's four stars <laughs> they go. My mom loves this movie. Me too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't I think my mom's seen it. Mm-hmm. I think she likes it. This next one's three and a half stars. Always have time for movies with a hour and a half hour runtime. Yes. Ooh. I love that. It is my favorite. The perfect Jack Black, semi-serious role, just the right amount of quirkiness to let it be a little goofy without going school of rock level ridiculous. Kathy McConaughey is to leak later what Niro is to scorsese criteria channel rocks and i might actually pay real money for for it instead of churning free trial (laughs) so i feel you there again this was just bad shit i do the most bash it was towards the end that's
0: my favorite emoji right now like one (laughs) eyebrow raised suspicious face suspicious face it's my favorite this is so out of left field three and a half stars
1: I me Suspicious of my cousin. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? What your cousin do with what the happened? with the one
0: eyebrow up emoji?
1: Yeah, with the yeah. And this is the last one. Okay, ten out of ten. Loved it in spite of myself. This was in twenty fifteen. I know I'm not supposed to like a flick like this because it's got all the wrong things: interviews, way too much exposition, an operatic style, simple story, drawn out to drawn out to feature length, and so much more. But it's such an obvious labor of love, and what a story. It's very simple, and the moral is a direct one. Every last mother-loving one of us has within us the potential to act out that which Bernie did. Of course, there's a lot that the movie does very, very well. The most important thing, of course, is how the setup for the critical moment is cleverly designed and paced to drive home the all-important moral.
0: I think that yeah, that perfectly captures everything that we've said. Yeah, like I guess I didn't, I don't, I guess we didn't ever bring up the fact that like anyone can be pushed to that point absolutely this person basically just they they tied it all together for us really they They tied those last little little, last little things with the added like internal moral questioning that you have to do with this movie Mm -hmm. i didn't i've never never really heard the term like operatic Mm -hmm. i didn't really know that's what that i mean i've heard the term but i didn't know that it that's exactly what it meant way to put it too
1: i've heard uh people describe this movie as gothic too yeah yeah southern gothic
0: for sure personally would also give this movie a 10 out of 10
1: it's it's such a good movie mm-hmm. lovable movie i want to be i want to be like oh you know it's an 8 out of 10 it deserves a 10 out of 10 it's a good movie
0: the issues that were brought up with it i don't i don't agree with i even if i find truth in them i don't think it takes away from my enjoyment of it exactly okay i have nothing else to add do you have anything else you want to say Mm-mm. okay well you can find us on our instagram and tiktok at EasyBigTakes. takes our dms are open on instagram you can reach out to us on there give us feedback give us suggestions just let us know what you think and also thank you so much for listening this has been easy big takes my name is kat and i'm riley easy watching out there Bye.
1: bye